Welcome to Radio Liferay. Today we are talking about one of the topics that is not so close to my heart because I can wreak havoc there. I can make things look different and if you want to make them look nice, then uh, you better ask somebody else. I'm not sure if my conversation partner knows how to make them look nice, but he definitely knows his way around on the front end and he will tell us what he can do there. Welcome Bryce Osterhaus. Thanks. Was that remotely uh, correctly pronounced? Um, how do you, you say Osterhaus? Yeah, yeah. roughly like yeah, that. I think that's yeah. right. Okay. You would probably better know than I do. Um, my my family's called Osterhaus, but mm -hmm. and we've been told that it's German. Um, but then a couple of years, ago, my mom was like, "Well, you know, it might actually be Osterhaus, not Osterhaus." And I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, that doesn't give me a lot of confidence." <laughs> so. I've just always called it Osterhaus, uh, but some people pronounce it Osterhaus. And that's fine as well. Uh, if I if I go the German way, then it would be rather Osterhaus. Okay, yeah, sounds good then. Yeah. So you are doing something front end. Uh, what what are you doing in or at Liferay? Yes, so I've been a uh, front end developer here for about six years, I think. Um, I started here at Liferay as an intern. Um, And then I've just been working here since all in front of technology. So pretty much anything with JavaScript I touch, um, that's my primary focus. So you're doing everything that I don't, uh, that I don't do because like exactly. Yeah. And I actually rarely touch anything Java related. Um, so sometimes it's funny because people are like, well, you work at Liferay, So, you know, Liferay pretty well, right? And like I, do and don't. Like I, <laughs> yep. Most of the, the internals, I don't know quite well. I can tell you about the the build systems for JavaScript and what we do for that, but most of the Java stuff I'm, I'm pretty clueless on. Okay, that sounds good. That sounds like we'll have a lot to talk about because I'm clueless on the other side. Okay. I've contacted you because, uh, well, somebody pointed me to you in order to talk about a design decision that... I saw in some of Liferay's products and projects that were basically eliminating or not using the Liferay page infrastructure. So if you look at the portal, if you look at the platform, then typically you talk about sites, you talk about pages, and then you drag and drop portlets onto the pages. And you were involved in some projects where you built a UI on Liferay, but they had nothing to do with pages how why <laughs> so this is my curiosity i'm yeah it's hard to remember exactly why we chose that route um so the first product that we added on was kind of like a it's like an intranet or kind of like a facebook for work type platform uh, when we first started building it <clears throat> it was using just the library infrastructure um we had a certain design this is going to be highly different than what it is now um, but in the process of building that, our design team came up with some new designs that were really, really interactive and much more than what we had done before. And so as we were looking at some of the interactions they wanted and how the pages flowed, we were like, man, this seems one hard to do with Liferay for us because our team consists of three JavaScript developers. Um, so as we're trying to figure out the Liferay side of things, we're like, we think we could make it happen, but it's just something we're less comfortable with. So we ended up going, we did do pages at first. So we used like the, 
Alloy MVC framework. Mm-hmm. So we de- we had different like, um, or actually no, it was still just a portlet. So it wasn't different pages, but it was different uh, Java pages. But it was still just one portlet maximized for the full screen. Mm-hmm. Um, we started with that, and that was it. Worked out well. It was fine. Um, but then as we needed more interactions and more like state on the window. So one example is like if we if you have a bunch of people and you clicked a button on like one area of the page, it's going to dynamically update maybe six other areas on the page at once. So we were running into issues with like state management um, and just the overall design and interactions of the pages. And so for us, we didn't have a good way of doing that um, with our library knowledge and our library skills. So we opted to going a full, like let's just build one JavaScript application that we put in one portlet that we just maximize full screen. Um, so it was more, I would say it's more design driven then rather than Liferay. It's not that Liferay didn't fulfill our needs. It's just for what our experience and what our knowledge was, it seemed like it was best to just use our skills that we had rather than try to force uh, Liferay into fixing our, our problem that we had. Okay, uh, so then let's uh, take a few steps back because people working at Liferay, anybody listening who is an employee will know the first system that you talked about, which is called Loop internally, I guess. Correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. Yeah, that's no, that's right. Yeah. Um, and uh, so the nature is it's a long timeline with a couple of uh, topics and groups that you can follow, people that you can follow, and uh, basically everybody can post. And, well, you already said Facebook for Business, so comparable to that, of course, with a couple of less features and no ads. Yep. Very thankful for that. And uh, the newer one, no, actually, w- Loop started when, uh, on which version? Because that's now quite old, right? Yeah, it's on... It's still on uh, 6.2, I think. Okay, so that's a pre-OSGI time. Yep. That's uh, even older infrastructure. But then, uh, of course, you brought this into the current times. And when I've seen this user interface, that was with our uh, internal user interface for Analytics Cloud. Mm-hmm. So it probably changed a bit. Is that still the same one in a in a later generation, or did you take what you learned and then you implemented something else? Yeah, we actually started with <clears throat> on Analytics Cloud. We started using um, it was the same infrastructure. We didn't want to use Pages, um, and part of that again was just we were comfortable building a large application without using Library Pages. And so what we wanted to do was, okay, let's just use the same thing we've been building. We know how it works. Um, we feel pretty confident in how to build it and how to build it quickly and how to inf- like infrastructure the entire application as a whole. So as we saw designs, we're like, okay, this seems like it's very comparable um, complexity for mm-hmm. the front end. Mm-hmm. And so we had been using uh, our internal framework, Metal JSFX, which is comparable to React. Um, So when we started doing Analytics Cloud, we used Metal, but then later we've switched to React. Um, So the whole page is, or the whole application is built in React now. Um, 
but again, it was this, it was kind of the same decision. We knew React, we were good with it. Um, we knew we could iterate and build quickly, and so yeah, we felt more confident using that knowledge that we already had than necessarily trying to go a different route using all the out of the box features in Lightray. Okay, which basically means that you'll have to implement everything that the pages give you, like a navigation and uh, and all of that stuff. You'll have to build that yourself. Yeah, right. So one of the unique things about this is if you hit so if you hit any route on a like library portal, right, it's going to direct you to the I don't know what it's called in the back end, but it's going to route you to whatever page in library. Mm -hmm. um, for analytics cloud and loop, um, since they're just one giant uh, JavaScript application, what we do is we actually disable routing and portal. And so anytime we hit a route and portal, we actually serve the same file every time. Mm -hmm. so it's the same like JSP or HTML file that has the same JavaScript embedded on it. And then we let the JavaScript application handle all the routing on the client. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then in the back end, is there any back end in a portal, a portlet or how do you? I think in, in loop there was because we, all of our APIs, everything went through um, several different portlets. And then for Analyst Cloud, I think it's the same thing. So they have, uh, they built out all the, all the APIs are built on the backend side in the Java library side. Mm -hmm. As as services or or rather uh, in a portlet? Or is that the side that you don't know because that's Java? To be honest, I'm not super positive. Yeah, I don't really know. I think Loop might just be all on the portlet side. Mm -hmm. um, and I think Analytics Cloud might be split between services and some on the Portland side. Mm -hmm. Now, the big question then, if you build everything yourself on the front end and you don't leverage anything from the back end, uh, like no composition of pages from different portlets and so on, mm -hmm. uh, you are, well, you are quite focused as a single purpose application, one as well as the other. So what are you actually using from the platform? Because you could just build that free form without any platform in the back, right? Yeah, technically we could build it all um, without. And that was actually something that was kind of floated around is should we use Liferay as just a headless platform um, so that it handles all of our API requests, um, it can handle authentication, all headless, and that we can serve our um, JavaScript application just on a node server somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, that is a possibility. Um, and it's actually something we kind of wanted to do or thought about it. And I forget the reasons why we didn't actually do that. Um, some of it was getting like some of the constants that we would. So when we render like the, the clients or the server side page with Java, we would pass a lot of constants from the backend um, to our application. Mm -hmm. That was one like really useful thing because you can make any sort of Java call right there. If we did a separate, if we did it on a separate server, so if we just ran it on like a Node.js server, we'd have to reinvent some of that stuff um, or make calls to get that and it would just slow it down slightly. So yeah, we were not opposed to going on our own, own route. Um, I know for the backend guys, it really helped them having Liferay because it already offered plenty of stuff that we could already hook into. They didn't have to reinvent a ton of stuff. Um, from the client side, we actually did have to reinvent a lot of things, um, which was a positive and a negative. So there are times where we were like, oh, it'd be great if we could just take this portlet 
or if we could just take this, I don't know, tag lib and throw it on the page right here. But we couldn't um, because we were kind of isolated in our React environment. And so we ended up, yeah, just building it out. And it actually, it was, it was fine and it allowed us to build for a specific use case. So if we weren't building for just one specific application, it probably would have been trickier. Um, but because we had a single focus, it allowed us to, I think, iterate quicker without having to jump through as many hoops. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then on the backend side, as you said, uh, like all of those services are available and you've mentioned authentication and uh, and basically the whole uh, user management mm -hmm. uh, passwords. I, I can only imagine LDAP Uh, without you needing to adapt to any specific LDAP information because everything is normalized on the Liferay user uh, there. Are you aware of anything else that you're using from the platform in the back end? Clustering or any other I services? have no idea. I, I'm sure they're using quite a bit from the platform. Um, yeah, I just really don't know. Okay, so th there I'm talking to the wrong guy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, I wish I knew more about it. Um, Yeah, I just don't. I kind of, because of the, the JavaScript side kind of got, the complexity grew so quickly. Yep. Um, yeah, they were almost just like two different apps. So one was just, we're kind of building our own APIs also, but just for an API for the user interface. Um, and then interfacing with the, the, the backend team that was on our team. And we just kind of had them design REST endpoints that we would hit, load data. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty unfamiliar with what they used on the back end, if what they used from Lifeway Portal. Um, I'm also not totally positive about it because it's been, I think, almost two years since I've worked on Analytics Cloud, mm -hmm. okay. a year and a half, and then three or four years since I've worked on Loop. Okay, then uh, well, let me let me wrap this up because. Like this whole thing started for me when I saw this. Like why is somebody inventing this? And especially why is somebody at Liferay inventing something else when Liferay has all of this UI infrastructure? Mm -hmm. And then we ourselves say, hey, let's uh, do something else. There's two questions that I keep one in mind, which is how confident are you that this actually translates really well into the future? I will ask you that in a bit. But uh, if I would be faced with a customer, I would very much question this approach. And this is why I said, hey, let me let me get the reason uh, just because of this future effort to bring it onto a new platform, onto the updated platform. Plus, all of that infrastructure is already done, all of the UI infrastructure and page navigation and so on. So why invest all of that again? And, well, that's my reason to ask anyone who is who is using such an attempt, uh, such an approach. And yeah, let's come back to the question: How confident are you that this goes well into the future, and is not a real burden because it's a big customization? You are inventing something new. Will this upgrade well? Um. Yeah, I think it can be, it's hard for me often to even step into the mind of a, what I'll say is a Liferay developer. Because mm -hmm. uh, even though I work for Liferay and I work on the portal and I work on the front end infrastructure team, um, 
I actually, it, it can feel like I'm more just a JavaScript developer that has, uh, that interfaces with portal and interfaces with some build systems we have. Um, so I, yeah, I'm, I'm hesitant to say I would know much about the upgrade process if we're talking upgrade for portal versions. Um, as far as how confident I am in at least this f- way of doing front end in the future, I'm pretty confident in it. Um, as a whole in thinking of, should we just use a platform or should we make it ourselves? I think it really depends on your team too. Um, our team that built both loop and analytics cloud, we were like five people, three were like JavaScript heavy developers, primary JavaScript. Um, because that's what we knew really well, it made sense for us to, run with it. So I would say for any team in the future, if they're going to work on a product, whether it's on Liferay or not, you kind of have to use what your team is good at. It would have been really, really slow for us to say, hey, you guys need to build this purely in Liferay using all the out-of-the-box Liferay features. Mm-hmm. Um, but it made sense for us to say, okay, what's going to be quickest because we need to get this to market um, and even serve our own needs with internal services is we just had to use the skills that we had. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say going forward, if your team has React developers, JavaScript developers, I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, they can iterate quickly. They can add customization. Uh, but if your team has a lot of Java developers, a lot of Liferay developers that know their way around building portlets and services, um, that's probably the best way to go for you as well. Mm-hmm. So I think it really depends on the team going forward. But I am confident that JavaScript and JavaScript applications as a whole are going to continue to do pretty well, I think. Yeah, I mean, that's no question. If I look at the market, then yeah. everybody's screaming React right now. Uh, we got to see what everybody's screaming next year, but uh, <laughs> currently it looks good for, uh, for yeah. that side. I actually heard an interesting fact the other day. They were saying React now has been out as long as jQuery was out between when jQuery started and when React started. Oh, okay. So, Re- so React now has the same lifespan as jQuery before the new thing started. So I think a lot of people can kind of frame reactive like, oh, they're new. They don't know. Like, we'll see what happens next year, tomorrow. Um, but it's interesting to see the stability and longevity of React already compared to other UI libraries. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that being said, you said uh, it's been a while that you worked on these projects that I'm now asking you about. So I'm digging into the past, into the ancient past, into ancient history. The question now is you probably only went deeper into React and into that side of things, uh, or two questions there actually are, is so what are you working on right now? And is something of that publicly available? Is this a spike where Liferay says, hey, let's see where we go with React? Or is this anything that is documented or uh, where there is sample code or an actual application out there uh where can we find your work yeah um yeah right now i currently work mostly still on javascript related things um, i'm on the portal front-end infrastructure team um, so i deal mostly anything relating to infrastructure within life rate portal or at least i touch a little bit of it my primary focus is i build a uh, react library um or a library of components that are built in React. And all these components are used in Liferay um, and available to Liferay developers. 
So I'm building small UI widgets for us to consume in LifeRay on the front end. Um, and that's my primary focus. It's called Clay. You can find the repo at GitHub um, slash LifeRay slash Clay. Um, so yeah, that's that's pr- my primary work is working with Clay, getting it merged into Portal, um, helping our product teams or any other teams that need help using the components. Or um, Yeah, so I kind of touch a little bit of everything. So you do the little buttons that magically work and are more lively than the regular HTML buttons and correct select boxes. Yeah, so all the stuff. all the theming is we call it clay also. So clay is kind of if you've heard clay before, it's it's the implementation of our design language called Lexicon. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we built all the design language. We kind of migrated that and built it into our clay CSS which is used for all the styling of the vanilla portal, I think. Um, and then I had just built React components to make that more consumable. So like drop-down menus, date pickers, modals, buttons, labels, alerts, all those things um, are built in Clay. And then we, I think we form them into tag libs. Um, so it's the front-end tag lib Clay. Um, package in portal and then you can consume any of those for your page mm-hmm. so you're actually getting to contact with css which means you are designing a little bit a little bit yeah i mean i i, I know my way around design on the designing web pages mm-hmm. um, like designing the layout and making sure that things look okay if you told me from scratch hey can you design something i would have no idea or I don't, I don't trust myself. <laughs> yeah, same with me. So I can make things look different. Or it takes a long time to make them look somewhat decent. Yes. So I'm very thankful for the Lexicon team who designs all that. And then um, Patrick, who also implements most of the CSS for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And had I, had I learned about you earlier, then I probably would have nagged you about my pet peeve. My, I think it's a now six-part series, six six article series on the blog on highlighting the drag and drop zone, or rather the drop zone for portlets. Okay, I'm not sure if you're aware of that. Is there an issue with it? Uh, well, that, that's what made me troll people and oh, write see. a six uh, six article series for each version, but. It now looks like 7.3 GA2 will finally fix it. So somebody hurt myself, uh, somebody hurt me and uh, implemented it. It wasn't too hard. <laughs> I just was ankle biting enough. I see. Yeah, it may have actually been coming from Clay too, because I think we, I think one of our packages is a drag and drop um, styling. So, yeah. So yeah, it might have been in there. I didn't look at where the commit actually went to, but um, I've, uh, I'm very confident that uh, in the next days when 7.3 GA2 is out, it will be fixed. I have already written my seventh article, which says there's no more need for an eighth article because it's now finally done. That's funny. <laughs> we started in the ancient past for you and we've reached your current work. Which brings me to the question, where can I or where can people reach you if they are dealing with any questions regarding React, regarding Clay? And uh, yeah, where do you hang out? Where's your team? 
And what are you doing there? What kind of interaction do you have with community customers and so on? Yeah, so my primary work is in uh, that clay repo. Um, so you can reach me there through issues. Um, if you have a personal question for me, you can reach me on my email, bryce.osterhouse.lifery.com. Um, clay is a publicly available library for React. So if you find yourself using that, um, and if you need to, if you see bugs or make adjustments or something, you have questions about how we've implemented it in React, you can always create issues on the clay repo. Um, my team itself is spread out quite a bit. So I'm actually not sure um, the best way to con- it's probably be in the community Slack, I think. Let me see if there's a channel there. There is some, I think there's some front end channel. Yeah. I, yeah. I you can contact from- us through the the front end chat in the community Slack. Um, I don't think we have a direct email or anything, um, no. but we find ourselves, our, my team is so spread out that people are kind of in all areas of life, Ray, um, working with all sorts of teams. So typically if it's a, opening an LPS ticket or something else that would let us know what you need help on. Um, I think that's the only other way to reach the team as a whole, but I'm not positive. Okay. So I can confirm I've just opened Slack and yes, there is a portal front end on the community Slack where according to what I can do, I'm not on there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think that's the best, probably the best means to contact us. Yeah. Just for general questions, but if it's clay specific, definitely the clay repo. Mm Mm-hmm. And then uh, we, uh, I now can come up with a follow-up question, which is uh, when you hear of LifeRay versions, a React question on LifeRay 7.0, 7.1, where do you run away screaming because it's too old for React? And where do you say, yeah, this is precisely where it's being meant to be? Yeah, I think because it's so separate from library's infrastructure as a whole um there are ways to use it on any any version of library um so long as you can host a static html and javascript page mm-hmm. um yeah so i don't necessarily have any preference of saying this version or that version um yeah because now nowadays the front-end world and if you're building a react app we seem to often the segregation is we have our services and we have our endpoints and then we have our client, which is either you can serve it on LifeRay Portal or you can serve it on your own Node.js server if you want for your JavaScript application. Um, so, yeah, I wouldn't really have a preference. Okay. Are you aware of any any integration issues with uh, like a React portlet, for example? How does that play with a single page application framework and so on? Are you aware of that? Is Are you the right one to ask? Yeah, so the React portlet... Um, so we have some custom build processes and I think, I don't know if it's just 7.2 and beyond or if we have anything before that, um, but we kind of have our own bundler. So if anyone's familiar with Webpack, uh, typically what JavaScript applications do is they bundle all their code in Webpack and then they serve that and then that's your application that runs. Um, in LifeRay, we have our own bundler so that if we have multiple portlets all using React, um, instead of having three separate bundles, that have that include a React library, we actually extract those node modules and put them into their own OSGI modules. Mm-hmm. So then you have three portlets, they all can use the same version of React and we're not having to serve three different versions of React or even three su- simultaneous versions of React. Um, so there is some infrastructure in Portal that allows us to utilize node modules a little better um, so that we can share them across portlets. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, and then clicking on one portlet where the page gets reloaded, which gets intercepted by the single page application uh, that runs without a problem, or do the other the other React portlets on the page lose their state and uh, render again? If if you have client side routing, the application will pick it up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you'll have to do some. Dis- you'll have to disable some stuff. I think on the portal side to dis- disable navigation. Um, but I'm not super positive um, on the client side routing interacting with server side routing. Um, if you have multiple portlets, it's definitely doable because we've done it in the past. Um, mm-hmm. It just requires more customization. Okay, so I'm then I'm I'm watching out for the future, what the future brings there, because uh, like as we've seen, the future goes React on the front end, Go, goes black magic for me, <laughs> and uh, but I'm I'm happy if I don't have to touch any front end code, no matter if in Java, in JavaScript, or in in whatever language, because front ends yeah. are always messy. Um, <laughs> I'm happy when somebody takes care of the messy parts. Yes. Uh, so, but I'll I'll keep an eye on that because from time to time I get a task that uh, uh, that is related to front end, so I better know at least enough to be dangerous. Yeah, well, I'd say don't be afraid of it. React's pretty straightforward. Um, they have great documentation. I'm a big supporter. <laughs> okay. Well. Um, don't tell that to me because if you want to become a big supporter of me then you will have some task to do that won't be (laughs) simple (laughs) great so okay then uh, I'm running out of stuff to ask especially in an audio format where we don't show any code where we don't show any video Uh, this was basically my my excuse for getting an update, for getting some reasons behind ancient decisions and to see where the future goes to. Uh, thank you very much. I won't keep you from working. Your day just starts while mine already ends. Yep. So thanks for all of the information and I'm looking forward to meet you when I'm in Diamond Bar for the next time or you'll be here as soon as we can travel again. Yes, for sure. Thanks so much.